1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Monday night, Monday afternoon, Monday evening. Happy Monday. Yeah, I got one more hour hour left. Time flies when you're having fun. It feels like I just sat down i guess this is what nfl playoff action does to you at least this is what the hell nfl playoff action does to me i'm gonna be here with you for one more hour i get started at 6 p.m eastern 3 pacific so if you're out on the west coast what's up if you're here on the east coast what's up down south with me what's up shout out to super producer and host. Coming to us live from New York City, me, I'm coming to you live from Peachtree Street on Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia. At, in, over, what is it, Matt? I'm in Georgia, that's all you need to know. Anyway, we got a football game going on. Last football game of Wild Card Weekend, right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The score is 13 to zero. Tampa Bay's at home. Tampa Bay just kicked the field goal. Uh, We're about one minute into the second quarter, so there's still plenty of time here uh, for the Eagles to answer back, but they better do something quickly because if Tampa can continue to put points up on a board like this, it ain't going to be pretty at all. We know to end the season, the Philadelphia Eagles went one and five. They are looking Ugly. Over those last six games, Jalen Hurts has thrown five touchdowns to five interceptions. Meanwhile, tonight, the one touchdown of the night so far for Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield connecting with a 44-yard touchdown pass to David Moore. We'll keep you up to date as this game continues on. We know that we had another game conclude about an hour and a half ago. The Buffalo Bills defeat the Steelers 31-17. Buffalo advances to the divisional round to take on the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs again. The Bills will host that one. It will take place next Sunday evening. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, well, they go home. They lick their wounds. They think about the future. And you know what, Mike Tomlin? He was asked what went wrong for these Steelers, and this is what Mike Tomlin had to say.
3: Uh, we didn't do what was required to win tonight. We didn't take care of the ball. We didn't get get the ball from them enough in an environment like this and thus uh, the score.
2: And speaking of the future, Mike Tomlin was also asked specifically about his future and the fact that he has one year left on his contract. And Mike Tomlin, let's just say, he ain't want to answer. Mike, you
3: have a year left on your contract.
2: Yeah, that's the sound of a man walking away. No answer by Mike Tomlin. Meanwhile, Josh Allen, who contributed or was attributed for four touchdowns today, three in the air, he rushed for a 52-yard touchdown. He said, damn it, the Chiefs are resting. Our game got delayed. We just got to get to preparing right now. We're a step behind already. We understand that.
4: Um, so again, I think it's going to be very crucial for guys to get their rest and uh, making sure that we're getting in the training room and rehabbing as much as we can. Because um, I know guys are going to be bruised and beat up tomorrow. Uh, so we're, again, it's, it's going to take everybody this week. It's going to take you know our, our training staff, um, our equipment staff, um, our strength room, and, and our cafeteria for getting getting our guys right, to ready and ready to go.
2: Ooh, I heard my favorite thing—the cafeteria. I know their food is good. Maybe it's not good. I would think the NFL team has good food, but don't be fooled by the loss. Anyway, Josh Allen talked about being battered and bruised and beat up. I told you this man ran half the football field for one of his scores, a 52-yard touchdown run, the longest touchdown run in his career. This is what Josh Allen had to say about all that running and huffing and puffing.
4: They played man, um, didn't have a great man call on. So I decided to try to find a lane and uh, got, I don't know, 15, 20 yards downfield. And, you know, there's the, the a lot of guys screaming slide and didn't slide and scored. So it worked out that time.
2: Oh, yeah, that time. I don't know if Josh Allen is going to be taking years of his career off, but he just he knows one way to play, and that's balls to the wall. I mean, he slid, and, yeah, he made it. He had a touchdown. Good for him. And, you know, the dude that he's going to be opposing, you know, it's tough to look at the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. And this is a toss up. What are they going to do? Just go back and forth? They're going to go score for score? You know, it's not the same. You know, we, we don't got no Tyree Kill out there. This is going to be different. But it should still be a close competitive game. I don't expect a blowout. I mean, the game that we got on Saturday night. Buffalo Bills, or excuse me, the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Miami Dolphins, that was a blowout. Miami had no soul. They didn't want to be outside. All the injuries caught up with them. The Kansas City Chiefs defense is still pretty damn awesome. This should be a good game. And then maybe, just maybe, they can get Patrick Mahomes a decent helmet. I guess it was so damn cold. You might have saw this at one point he was going for uh, he had the ball going for a run and his helmet got cracked like a piece of his helmet cracked off. They tried to find a replacement for his helmet and then they had difficulty getting it onto the damn guy's head. I mean, this is Patrick Mahomes talking about whether or not he knew his helmet was broke. The first one.
5: I
4: didn't know what happened at the in the moment, but I got in the huddle, and everybody was telling me, and I was like i I got y'all, but I'm not coming out the game, so we can figure it out on the sidelines. they have a backup that's out there. we going to talk about where where we store the backup because it was like frozen, so like when I try to put it when I try to put it on, it was completely frozen. I couldn't get it on. I don't know if anyone got a picture of it. it didn't look great um but uh we were able to adjust it on the sideline, get it kind of warmed up a little bit um and uh get get rolling from
2: there N- not things that you would think about, right. Like we got to keep the backup helmet warm just in case the first one breaks. It's the world that we live in, folks. They got all these these bells, whistles and and technology earpieces in his helmet so he can receive the play call. This is the world that we live in. Damn, the man's helmet froze off. It was a nice watch. Nobody froze to death. We had to look at Andy Reid and his whiskers falling off Well, he was frozen on his face. He looked like a frozen walrus. And it just, it was great visually. That's what we all expected. It would have been nice if it was a more competitive game. No thanks to those Miami Dolphins. But this was a game streamed on Peacock. Let's remember this. This was a game where if you did not pay for Peacock, you now had to pay for a subscription. Because the only people who had an opportunity to watch the game locally were the good old folks in Kansas City and Miami. The rest of America wasn't on NBC. You had to stream the game. Yes. And you want to know something? I don't know if this is comical or not. But last night, while we had this game on where the Rams lost to the Lions 24-23, to Mike Tirico and NBC, the owners of Peacock, took a chance and an opportunity to let everybody know how successful this streaming event was. A matter of fact, they basically did their own damn press release during the game to let everybody know. The Dolphins. The Chiefs. The fourth coldest game in NFL history was the most streamed event ever in the United States with an average of 23 million viewers. That's Peacock, NBC stations in Miami and Kansas City, NFL Plus on mobile. So they're saying that this was the most streamed event ever. It had to be an NFL game, right? I mean, if you look at the television ratings, Every single year, if you look at the top 50 most watched anything on television, they're all NFL games. Like, what the hell would America be watching if there was no NFL? I, I have no answer for that. The National Football League is so, so firmly entrenched in the, the current culture of the United States of America, it's hard to think about what a, what a Sunday might look like without the NFL. It really is. What, are people going to be sitting around more with their families, just just straight family time? I mean, would we be watching something else? There were a lot of people who complained about having to stream or get Peacock to watch this game. In New York City on Saturday, I was on the air on WFAN New York City, host their Saturdays. Somebody called me up and said, junior I'm not paying to stream this game. Between the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Said, I'm not paying for it. Said, me and my friends, we're taking a stand. We're not letting the NFL take our money because if we let them take our money, then the NFL wins. <laughs> Sounds like they won to me. Sounds like Peacock won. Sounds like technology is winning. Streaming isn't going anywhere. Come on. I saw somebody say online that, oh, yeah, they, they took our money via streaming and they still jam-packed the entire game with commercials. Like, at least they could have given us the game commercial free. For what? You still watched? The name of the game is to make. Ryan, help me out here. Help me out. Help me out. To make money. That's it. If I'm going to make money off of you and your five dollars or six dollars. Don't you think I want to make more money via the people who want to advertise? Who who turns down free money? Who gave best Did somebody give back money recently? I don't know. I can't think anybody. I'm surprised, man. Ryan, are you surprised? I, I can understand, you know, older people who are not used to streaming and I get that. But it feels like we got younger people who are complaining, too. Are, are you surprised? Like, what do you think about this? I am a little surprised just because I feel like... Actually, I shouldn't be surprised because
6: people love to to bitch about anything that's that's new. Right? Young, old, doesn't matter. Anything, Anytime there's a certain change to what we're normally used to consuming, in this case, watching football on your normal Channel 2, Channel 5, ABC, NBC, you name it, um, and now we have to go to a different you know, um, app, everyone bitches, just like everyone bitched before Amazon got Thursday Night Football. Oh, my God, I can't believe we're going to go to streaming for Thursday Night Football. No one's going to watch. You Ever since week one of last year, you don't hear anything about it. If this becomes a yearly thing, you hear some people complain, but it's going to go away and people will get used to it very quickly.
2: Yeah, it, it, feels, it feels rather normal at this pace. But, you know, I guess different strokes for, for different folks. Like, I I don't, I used to play video games. It's been a long time. Uh, I guess the last games that I played were, I don't don't know, Let, let me not even go there. But the fact is, when I look at people playing games, like, I know nowadays you can play a video game, and during the game, you can buy things. Like, if I play 2K, I can play, and Ryan, maybe you know, maybe you don't, I don't know, I can buy shoes by performance. Like, I can use real money to buy digital money to buy shoes and jerseys and tattoos. Isn't that accurate? I've also not played video games in a while, but that
6: sounds, like, very familiar
2: and crazy. I don't want to buy no stupid shoes in a video game. I want to play the video game. But then you got people who spend their money... To buy shoes for a video game character. Like, I don't got no patience. Just give me the game and let me play. And so I guess the, the fact is different strokes for different folks. You, you want to do something different. But I think most people, and most people consume stuff. Most of us watch or listen to something. You got to pay for it. And when it comes down to streaming, what are you going to do? And maybe you won't be here. Maybe I hope you're here. But what you going to do when there is no cable. And cable is just a poof, I don't know, maybe only accessible to people who can't stream. I mean, what, do we think we're going to live in cities where we're just going to have cable boxes forever? I mean, you think you're going to be able to go into blockbuster video forever? No, things change, man. And so, yeah, was it petty of the NFL to let everybody know that they are the most streamed event ever? Yeah, it's petty because they know people that want to do it. The NFL took it a step further. This number was also a little shocking. That game accounted for 30 percent. Now, this sounds this is a crazy number. Like, who did you ask? Google? Did you ask all of the uh, Internet service providers? They said that this game accounted for 30 percent of the Internet's usage here in the United States of America. So, like, what are we doing? The other, what were we, 10% of everybody else was on Instagram? Like, the other 40%, I don't know, was on Facebook? Like, this is, it's nutty. Where, where do you think other people were hanging out at? If 30% of the Internet's usage was looking at this game, where were the other, Russ, other 70?
6: Ooh, probably Amazon for sure. Okay. Um, Maybe maybe Twitter, you know, tweeting about the game?
2: Not, oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, something, I think a small, per, yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, small, big percentage.
6: Maybe others are, you know, streaming other shows or, or streaming using other streaming services that's not Peacock to watch yeah. a movie or a show if you hate the Chiefs, hate the Dolphins, hate the NFL.
2: Yeah, but I, I you know what? 30% is watching football. That means some of the quote unquote other sites were maybe, uh, not in use at that time. Um, yeah, some of the other websites probably had a little bit of dip in activity. If you get my drift, I'm very interested to know what that, that other 70%. Yeah. The people were shopping and streaming. And I know when they, I know some of those other quote unquote websites, I'm sure some of their activity went back up. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio right now in Tampa. The Buccaneers lead the Eagles 13-3. This is the final game of NFL Wild Card Weekend. We come back from break. I'm going to tell you about another team in the NFC. Their season is over. They are pretty miserable. It's the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to take a listen to my favorite owner in the NFL, Foghorn Leghorn, also known as Jerry Jerry Jones. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Damn it, they'd scored again. I know it's a field goal, but damn. Tampa Bay had the ball 17 minutes to 7 for the Eagles. Tampa Bay leads 16 to 3. Every time I look up, it's a new field goal or something. It's about five minutes left here in the the first half of the game. The Eagles trying to get some points up on the board so this can be competitive. Now, come on. Now, if they score a touchdown, they're right there in it. They're still in this game. But, damn. It's like somebody took the Eagles' powers out of the gate, and they've been kind of walking the line all season long. But, damn. And now, is that A.J. Brown? No, that's not A.J. Brown. That was Julio? What, is he concussed? Are they looking at his arm? Like, what's the deal with him? Got crushed
6: on that right arm. Can't afford another receiver injury.
2: Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, they don't know if they want him in the game. All the medical folks are, are looking at him going, nah, man, you... Oh, yeah, that shoulder. Oof. Anyway, here I got some news for you folks, and then we'll hear from another pitiful team in the uh, the NFC East that's already been eliminated you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone AutoZone. Restrictions apply maybe sooner than later if this game keeps up like this we're gonna have another nfc east team that's just sitting at home and so the questions have already started about what happens with the dallas cowboys and and do they go ahead and move forward with a belichick and what happens with mike mccarthy they get smacked by the packers 48 to 32 and so the questions are there But one of the things that I was waiting for was a real reaction from Jerry Jones. We didn't get that. We got a mild mannered, yeah, that nice, nice hauling by uh, Devontae, and maybe, maybe these Eagles will get a touchdown on the board. Anyway, we gotta, we gotta relax, Jerry Jones. We got a Jerry Jones who decided to just be measured. He's gonna take his time. Jerry Jones, after the game, after the butt kicking, he had no answers for anything. He didn't want to answer anything.
5: I don't have any thoughts about the reasons why or anything to do with the coaching, anything to do about the players. I want to give uh, Green Bay a lot of uh, uh, compliments and uh, credit. When will you sit down with Mike and kind of talk about everything? I haven't thought about that.
2: Jared Jones doesn't want to say anything about the players. He doesn't want to, he don't want to do nothing. Oh, well, there was one player who out, who went out there and, oh man, he threw two interceptions. I don't care how many touchdowns. He threw a bunch of garbage time touchdowns. Dak Prescott had a response and Dak Prescott, he was asked about Mike McCarthy and Dak was standing up for him, and he was just like, "Man, if you don't like him, if he sucks, then I suck too." Yeah, he's
5: been amazing. Um, I, I don't know how there can be, but I understand the business. Uh, in in that case, it should be about me as well. Honestly, I mean that that guy. I've had the season that I've had because of him. Add me to the list in that case. Okay,
2: well, we we I would. <laughs> If you could do, if there were a better quarterback option available, I don't think there is. I'd get Dak Prescott the hell up on out of there. What are you? What are you keeping him for? He's proven to be like a second tier QB. He's proven to be a dude who, as of this point, hasn't grown or moved up into that upper echelon. And if he did, I'm, I'm not going to completely count it out. Say that he can't. He won't. He is not going to consistently be at the top of the top. I'm sorry. He led the NFL in touchdown passes of 36 this year. Jordan Love, the man who just eliminated him, was second in the league with 32 touchdown passes. But Dak in the postseason craps the bed. This is the opposite of, I don't know, like an Eli Manning. Year after year after year, season after season after season, Eli Manning, you expected him to go out there and be Be average, slightly above average. You knew he was going to be healthy enough to play. There were going to be times where he threw the ball away. There were going to be times where he won the game. He was good enough to win season after season. You know, if they were good, hey, put us down for, for 10 games. Not too shabby. But then when they got to the postseason, Eli Manning didn't perform like ass. When Eli Manning went, he put a cape on. Eli Manning became Superman. Eli Manning might have himself a Hall of Fame ring just because of his performances in the postseason and the fact that he was an Iron Man throughout the course of his career. Dak Prescott is the opposite. Dak Prescott has been able to light it up in the regular season, and when they've gotten to the postseason, he is just. She's just falling apart. And so between the defense, which gave up 48 points, between the offense, that to me at times, it, it just it looked too, too clear. It's like, hey, I'm going to throw the ball to, I don't know, C.D. Lamb, and if nobody else is available, then we just suffer. That's Mike McCarthy's fault. Mr. I now call the plays in the offense. Thank you, Mr. Schottenheimer, for your help. But I'm the head honcho here. Even after the game, Jerry Jones, he's like, man, I've been here a long time. I'm surprised. I I don't know what to say.
5: This is uh, one of my most surprises since I've been involved in sport, period. So this is, uh, at that degree, I know how disappointed everybody is. It's on a, common, on a personal basis, I'm, I'm floored. And so, uh, not that there's any world's smallest violin for me being floored. I get that. I understand that. And uh, I know where the responsibility starts and ends. And I've got that real clear, and I know that. But that's not the point. The point is that uh, I'm, uh, I'm disappointed for everybody.
2: Oh, he's disappointed for everybody. I know Michael Gelkin joined us early from the Dallas Morning News. He says he thinks that Mike McCarthy's going to stick around, that Mike McCarthy will go through with his press conference on Wednesday. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about the time Wednesday morning rolls around. There will be no press conference, or the press conference will be Jerry Jones announcing that he has terminated Mike McCarthy as head coach. Of the Dallas Cowboys. I think you gotta make a change. I think you have to move forward. I don't think you can maintain status quo for a dude who, yeah, I know what the record is, also what the results look like. Another disappointment this time to a less than opponent. A quarterback who's making his first career postseason start. This wasn't the 49ers that stomped your skull in. You were supposed to beat this squad. And Jordan Love looked like a better QB than a dude who's out there getting 40 per. And he's eligible for a contract extension, Dak Prescott is? No thanks. But I think you're stuck. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You want to hit me up before I roll out of here? It's 855 212 4 CBS. You can find me online at JR Sport Brief. When we come back, we're going to hear, yes, we're going to talk about this Belichick man whose name has been bandied about as a potential replacement if Mike McCarthy is given the boot. And then we got the final wild card game of the NFL playoffs underway right now down in Tampa Bay.
3: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
2: It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You mean I don't have to scream? Well, that's nice. Barely got a voice anyway. I don't know how I made it through this show. It's lots of tea. I'm taking breaks. I'm drinking tea every second. I'm drinking tea. By the time I turn this damn microphone off, my, my voice will be cooked again. But either way, unless I absolutely have no voice, I'll try to be saving it for you until tomorrow. I'll be back again at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. By the time we finish up with tonight, before I get back with you tomorrow, we're going to know about the final team making it into the next round, the divisional round of the NFL postseason. Right now, this minute, there's about 90 seconds left in the game, or excuse me, there's 90 seconds left in the first half. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead the Eagles sixteen to nine. The Eagles just scored on a touchdown. Dallas Goddard scored on a five-yard pass from Jalen Hurts on after a long march down the field that took place about two minutes ago. And so now the Eagles will have the ball back and will try to make some damage here. With Ninety seconds to go at the point. The reason why it's not sixteen to ten. Philadelphia Eagles, they decided to go for the two-point conversion. That old, good old tush push. This time, nothing. Attempt fails. No one-point extra point with a kick. No two-point conversion. The score stands at 16-9. to Whoever wins this game heads up to Detroit to take on the Lions in the divisional round. We also know that this is all set and done. After the Buffalo Bills beat the Steelers tonight, this afternoon, 31 to 17, the Buffalo Bills will be hosting the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round. And that's basically a pick 'em game. And we got plenty of time to pick 'em, quote unquote, as the week goes on. One thing that I also mentioned prior to the break, and we must, must discuss this on the way out the door. Following our, our interview earlier on in the show with Michael Galkin from the Dallas Morning News, and thank you to Lomas Brown, Detroit Lions legend, for joining us as well. We heard about, well, this is, well, we're not heard, this conversation that was had. Michael Galkin shared with us, he believes that Mike McCarthy will still be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He said as of right now, he's scheduled to have a press conference this upcoming Wednesday. And that hasn't changed. I still think there's plenty of time between now and Wednesday and that if we are going to have a press conference, it's likely not going to be Mike McCarthy speaking with the media. I believe it will be Jerry Jones speaking to the media, explaining why the hell Mike McCarthy is no longer the head coach i mean you, you gonna put a lame duck coach up there to have an end of the season press conference for what it's the end of his tenure here and so everybody starts talking about bill belichick and can bill belichick take over and this is the greatest spot for bill belichick to a you know pass don shula most wins of all time. Oh, I don't know. To, to pick up another championship, to play in a crap division that's winnable right now. I don't know what's going on with the Eagles. Maybe they won another Super Bowl. Doesn't look like it. They may not make it past this game. The New York Giants stink. The Commanders stink. And so I guess this would be, you know, ripe for Bill Belichick to show up and take charge. Adam Schefter, he was on a Pat McAfee show, and he asked or he responded to the question if Bill Belichick and Jerry Jones could even get along.
3: Well, I definitely think it could work if that's what both sides wanted to happen. Uh, I don't think it would be an issue. Jerry made it work with Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells made it work with Jerry. And I think the same would be true if that was the path that Jerry decided he wanted to go down. And Bill is the greatest coach of all time. If they decide to make a change to me, he would be in play.
2: Uh yeah, he I think he'd be be in play. I think maybe, yeah, they'd have a conversation, but yeah, it also worked with Bill Parcells until it didn't. Bill Parcells is like, yeah hey, man, I'm resigning, I ain't got time for this crap. Come on. But at the same time, it was a different version of the NFL. It was a it was a different time. Even the great Bill Parcells. He hasn't had the success of his mentor, Bill Belichick. Come on now. Bill Belichick is running the show. Is he going to go down to Dallas and... And just seed? And yeah, he said I'd seed control up in in New England. And, and yeah, if it meant that I have to change things up, then i do what I got to do. That's New England. That's not Dallas. Maybe Bill Belichick just wants to show up and coach and let Jerry Jones be the mouthpiece. But then even then, Jerry Jones says stupid things. I couldn't tell you the last constructive thing I've heard from Jerry Jones. I can't tell you the last... You know, influential thing. It's, it, he fans flames. He likes causing a little bit of controversy. He has diarrhea of the mouth. I mean, typically he talks about Mike McCarthy and it's, well, he knows he won't be Cowboys coach forever. And yeah, we got great candidates and great coaches in the building already. Who says that when you already got a guy who has a job? Why are you undermining your own guy? And then last night, the Dallas Cowboys lose. And so what does he say then? Nothing. I don't know. Maybe he's two different people. Maybe how he feels one day depends on how much salt he had on his egg McMuffin. I I have no idea. I know this to be true. Jerry Jones says it himself. He's running out of time. Would, be, would Bill Belichick be nice? Yeah, he would be nice. I could see these dudes at each other's throats. Because I find it hard to believe that whatever Jerry Jones says that he's going to live up to, or whatever his son says that he's going to do, or Steven, I don't know. You, you think I'm going to believe it? Somebody is going to put their foot in their mouth. This would be a match made in hell sign me up for it I mean if the ultimate success is winning a Vince Lombardi yeah it's a great storybook Bill Belichick leaves the Patriots he goes down to the Dallas Cowboys helps them win their first championship since 1996 helps get them over the hump helps put another championship on his uh his his resume that is a head coach that has nothing to do with Tom Brady I'm sure Belichick would love it, and it's a great story. I just think it's more likely that Belichick goes, adds to the win column, and gets closer to Shula if not passing him. But then I could still see things being, being done the Cowboys' way. Not because of Belichick, but because Jerry Jones can't get out of his own way. And it's sad. Sign me up for it. Put Belichick down in Arlington. Make him the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I'll be here for it. Oh, we're at halftime now. Sixteen to nine. The Buccaneers still lead the Eagles. Ryan, combination of Belichick, Jerry Jones, match made in heaven, or match made in hell. <laughs> I would say
6: match made in hell.
2: Jerry oh, wow. does
6: not seem like someone who is willing to cease power, and I don't think Bill is. Now, with that said, sign me up. Cause I, would, I mean, that's hard knocks before the season. That is an entire season long <laughs> worth of hard knocks. Like do we, if they had a twenty-four-seven camera running the entire time, and you to pay twelve dollars a day for it, sign me up. I'd be a sucker and pay. That is a show.
2: So, but do you, do you think it's a re- you think it's a real possibility? I think it would. I don't think it would work out. Uh, I don't think it's like completely closed on happening, though. You know,
6: it definitely is a real possibility. I, I'm with you, and least going back to your original point, I don't see any way Mike McCarthy is back as head coach. The thing with the only thing with Bill Belichick that I don't get, or I don't get it, at least why people are overlooking, the guy doesn't know how to coach the offensive side of the ball. Like, he has a quarterback there, and again, it's Dak, so that's, come playoff time, a problem problem in and of itself. But it's like, who's he hiring as offensive coordinator? This is the guy that tried to, at least Corner Reports, bring Matt Patricia back this year, after last year. Great defensive coach, absolutely. Legendary Hall of Fame coach, without a doubt. Do you trust him, though, to be put in charge of this offense and lead yeah. Dak somehow? To a place in the playoffs that Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore cannot do, I don't see well,
2: it. I think anybody who comes on as coach, and it's not just Bill Belichick. When you look at Dak Prescott and how he performs and throwing a rock around, I think you got to cut back. And this this kind of echoes a little bit, I feel, of, of what we got with Russell Wilson, his his final couple of years in Seattle. He wanted to throw the ball more and get it out. You know, Dak Prescott didn't throw the ball all as damn much when he got started. And, yes, I'm not just looking at last night's game. I'm looking at an overall. They are heavily reliant on the ball getting thrown around in the air. That's why Ceedee Lamb had 1,700 yards receiving this year and why Dak threw 36 touchdowns. Like, they were successful in that. But when the going gets tough, like Dak throwing the ball around, I don't I don't think it's good. I think you want to limit that. I think you want to have more balance of an offense. I think you want to have control. It, just airing it up all the time. It's everybody knew what was going to happen yesterday. And it became apparent because all they felt that they could do was force feed CD Lamb. And CD Lamb had nada and it seemed like CD Lamb was just like, "All right, I'm I'm good and we're good and now yeah, let's just go on vacation." And so I don't know What change is going to occur with the Dallas Cowboys over the next day or a couple of days? I just don't think that Mike Vrabel was the the only quote-unquote surprise or that Belichick was the only surprise. If I have to look at anybody else here in the postseason to get fired, the last guy is probably Mike McCarthy. And people have been calling for his head. For the past, it feels like season and a half. People were dissing him when he got the job. Oh, he only won one. He only won it because of Aaron Rodgers. He only won this. It's he doesn't have the respect, I don't think, of of the locker room. And yeah, you're always going to have players who come out and and verbally support you. But what you saw on the field that that ain't no damn support. One That's quick thing,
6: Jr. Sorry, Cowboys may have some competition for Bill Belichick. Corn Adam Schefter, he has interviewed for the Falcons' head coaching job. Oh my God! Maybe that's what you saw. It was Bill Belichick's private plane, not a drone flying by the studio.
2: Oh, I hope not. Oh my God! If they if they hire Bill Belichick here, let me tell you, that it won't be popular. It won't be well received. Uh it's it's he's here today and gone tomorrow, because the thing that the Falcons need. Yeah, they need a coach. They need somebody to throw the ball. And maybe they end up with that dude in the draft. Yeah, Adam Schefter two minutes ago, Falcons, have interviewed, Bill Belichick. Hey, Ryan, people here are going to lose their minds, okay? Is it because of the Super Bowl or is it just because of the record, then he's gone? No, it has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. It's almost like a—he's uh, like a hired gun. You know, and it's, it's not like he's the athlete. I think, I think fans will deal with a hired gun that can help you win a championship. Belichick ain't throwing the ball. Like, I really, not to say the coach doesn't matter. Who is throwing the ball for the Falcons? I think a competent head coach would have had success with this team. Bill Belichick will be here. He'll be here. He'll be angry and what have you, and he'll leave in a few years. Maybe he can get them to a championship, and I eat my words. I don't know. It's the JR Sportbree Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. Let's see who wins. Are the Bucks going to hold on to beat the Eagles? We'll talk about it tomorrow. Don't worry. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. JR Sportbree Show done. Bart Winkler up next. Thank you, Ryan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.